Hello all and welcome to Behind the Algorithm podcast. We build social media algorithms and use artificial intelligence to conceive, prospect and execute the best social media marketing strategies. In this journey, we encounter a lot of influencers who have creatively and innovatively made use of their skill to make Instagram a creative hub. In this podcast, we try to explore their journeys and understand their process through an Instagram live session which has now been converted into this podcast. Without further ado, let us dive right into the episode. We go through the journey of our guest. Hello everyone watching One Not One. Welcome to this live session. And as you know that we come up with live sessions from influencers of Instagram. And today as well, we have one of great influencers from Instagram. I'm going to reveal her name in some time before that. Talking about One Not One, if you are really an Instagrammer, you might be aware of algorithms. Algorithm is really important to give a boost to your social media account. And if you are not aware of algorithms, you must go to the link in the bio of One Not One, in which we are going to give you complete information and knowledge about what algorithms are. So this session is going to be really important for people who are very concerned about their diet, food habits, their health and uh, people who are very concerned about their health are generally very concerned about their diet. And for those people, this episode is going to be really, really very helpful because today we are going to have a renowned dietitian on this live session who are very keen to keeping good when it comes to your diet that your diet should be a balanced diet and what your diet should include and what you have to exclude in your diet according to your body. So today, this is going to be very important for people who are very concerned about their diet. So again, I would tell you if you have any queries, just keep your queries ready because we are going to have dietitian kajal on the live session today. So if we talk about diet, diet is a very integral part of our life and somehow we neglect diet because of our lifestyles and lack of time, which is not very good thing. So today we are going to ask that how can we keep a good diet in a minimum time we can say, uh, which is now generally these days, we don't have much time to cook good and eat healthy. So here we are going to talk to Kajal from Healthy Steady Go. Hey, finally, how are you, Kajal? Good, I'm good. How are you? I was telling people about your profile and about um, healthy, steady and go. The way you teach people to stay healthy, to follow healthy diet, that what should they eat according to their routine, according to their body type, according to their time schedule. So that is something which is very important. We eat to live, right? So it is very important that diet is a very integral part of our lives. Again, I would say, because uh, all I've gone through your profile, Kajal, let's start with your journey about being a dietitian in your own words. So how was your journey? From where did you started? And how is it going? So I wanted to do something completely different. Like after this, I never even, I never even heard of this field. But okay. I wanted to do law. I did not get into law. And so my mom's friend was a dietitian. That is how I got to know about this course. I honestly had no idea what it is like. Like I always assumed it's only going to be calorie counting, carb counting, and it's going to be But I yeah. think the deeper they taught us, it was so difficult to me. They teach you physiology, human physiology, every like, wow. every little thing, and 
it was i mean it was important to learn and it was difficult at the same time and i have learned cooking from my college i am a great cook now and i never wow. used to cook like i couldn't cook and we had this cooking practical in everything in college it was fun and nice yeah some cooking tips to your followers right <laughs> yeah yeah i think yeah we keep nice. giving tips i am sure you've checked out our page i think okay, we did so- instagram yeah. just last year like seriously just last year i was okay, in corporate job is doing great i've just seen your page and it is going absolutely great Thank you. Thank good you. to see. Really yeah. good to see that if somebody comes up with something and really do hard work for that, and that hard work, hard work pays you off, and it is really inspiring and um, really good to see. Okay, we have already started with questions, and uh, okay, so uh, uh, you might know this, this. In this session, we have a question answer round, and then we have an activity round. So, uh, shall we start with that? Yeah. Okay. So, just first of all, tell me, Sajal, uh, how does being a dietitian seems like? You are almost like a doctor, right? You tell people what to eat, what not to eat, almost like not, not, not as absolutely or exactly, almost like. So, people treat you like that, that thing. Uh, so, how does it feel like being a dietitian? Weird, scary, because it's different every day. And oh, really? Yes, and even on the like, I was in a call this morning, and it's scary because I mean, not scary in the exact term, but it's just different. Like every day is is a different thing. Because anxiety. Yeah, every time I'm on a call, I'm like, listen, why are you saying this? I had a client today, and she told me I cannot eat fruits. Fruits make carbs or that. I lost it. I am like, she's like, I have two years of fruits. I have not eaten. I'm losing weight. I'm not, and that gives me anxiety. I'm like, why did you leave fruits for two years? Oh, and which is why it's so scary because people read something blankly on the net and they see some people are not really able to understand from your point of view that what is necessary for them they are always after losing weight and these kind of things right so what is the role of dietitian as far as it is concerned to the proper meal all right so it differs from person to person all right every person requires different amount of calories even nutritionally yeah. keeping calories aside even nutritionally what you need and what i need is going to be completely yeah. different because your sleeping pattern your everyday lifestyle your eating habits is so different than i am let's say you're a south indian you're very used to eating in coconut oil you're very used to eating coconut even day to daily life and let's say i'm a maharashtrian i am very used to eating a lot of shengdana lots of groundnut my body is used to that but your body might not be used to that So if I yeah. talk about a proper meal, it's going to be different for everyone. You have to take into consideration a person's ethnicity, a person's goals, its requirements. There's a lot more than like people just see. Acha, it's me. Do two thousand calories here. Let's just cut down it to sixteen hundred, and I will lose weight. If it was that simple, everybody would have been thin by now. You don't uh. lose weight because you have certain de- nutritional deficiency because your gut is not healthy. Because you have some lifestyle disorder, so I think you have to take everything into consideration while thinking and even planning a proper meal. Okay, yeah, everybody has different physiology, as you said, and it is different to everybody that what to eat and what not to eat. Okay, here we have a question from somebody. He is asking about lumps. Ma'am, can you tell me about lumps? Yes. What lump? What kind of? Is the question? Okay, I guess the question is from. 
Arif, you have to give a little more information about your question. You can DM Kajal. So moving on, talking about a balanced diet. Balanced diet is something what everybody should keep a check on. So according to you, what a balanced diet actually is? There is no, I cannot tell you eat this, eat that and you will have a balanced diet. Like I just said, it's going to be different for everyone. Calorie count, the nutrition count, what is that according to you? You cannot set it to a number. Like I said, like my needs and requirements are going to be so different than yours and everybody else's. Let's say okay. I have PCOS, right? My mm-hmm. balanced diet should include and should take care into things like insulin resistant. If I'm B12 deficient, if I'm vitamin D3 deficient, I have to take mm-hmm. everything into consideration. Vice versa, if you are, don't have PCOS or you don't have thyroid and you're only looking for weight loss, you don't need all these things being into consideration. I might have to go into a low-carb, high-protein diet. You might not have to go into a low-carb, high-protein diet. So every person's aspect, needs, requirements is going to be different. A balanced diet as deficient as a definition means, it's a diet in which you're nutritionally sufficient. Your body gets enough nutrition for you to thrive and survive. And that is going to be different for everyone. I mean, WHO has given us a way guidelines that two to three servings of cereals, one to two servings of pulses, but again, no. it's a broad term, two to three, one to two. They even cannot tell you in carbs. If it was that simple, they would have just given you gums, kitna khalo, and you, yeah. will be, you will have a balanced diet. Because nobody mm. can justify that. Nobody can tell you an exact number. Okay, you just spoke about PCOS and it is a big concern these days, Kajal. A lot of people are dealing with that. So what kind of uh, diet do you suggest for such people like suffering from PCOS? PCOS is a lifestyle disorder, which means, and it varies from every girl. Like I personally deal with PCOS, but if you ask me, I have regular periods. But if my friend has PCOS, maybe she doesn't have a regular, maybe she doesn't have regular periods. Regular periods. Yeah. Everybody has a different notion when it comes to PCOS, especially PCOS. And out of out of 10 girls, seven girls today in the world are dealing with PCOS. That's how sadly yeah. normal it has become. Like more, most of my friends have PCOS. Yeah, right. But again, with PCOS, you have to take in care like certain factors. Like most PCOS girls are deficient with vitamin D3 and vitamin B12, which is what okay. most of them don't even know. And they might be deficient. Okay. And these two nutrients are so important when it comes to your metabolism, sleep, hunger, acne, head fall, everything. So if you have PCOS, go check these two things out. Okay, so this was for the girls who are suffering from PCOS and somebody has come up with a question regarding gallstones. What shall they avoid eating and what shall they eat? They should eat lots of water, lots of fruits that have lots of water and don't eat direct calcium, like less calcium. Okay, so you should just have to avoid calcium and drink a lot of water and consume things which have a good quantity of water. Okay, you might come across a lot of people with a lot of issues. So what is the major concern? Is that weight gain issue or the weight loss issue? Mostly the people that come to us is weight loss. And even in weight loss, so most of them have PCOS or thyroid. And especially women. Every other woman in our consultation has PCOS or has thyroid. It's become so common both these disorders and also because our lifestyle has changed so much we're sitting the whole time it's so sedentary we binge watch shows in the night we don't sleep on time we don't wake up on time 
we end up eating yeah. things that are quickly available because we are always on the go and we ignore small things yeah. like sleep you know like in the morning i had a call and she told me she's wakes up at 10 o'clock i was like why do you sleep late she was like no but i have nothing to do when i wake up so mai uth ke kya karu and i was like listen i was giving her option ki read a book meditation she was like she was like you're giving me all time pass options don't give me all time but give me something better and i am like what do i tell you <laughs> बॉडी मूविंग So, how did you measure somebody's progress, Kajal, by the diet you give to them? So we are not someone who will be hyped up for numbers on the scale. Like we don't care if you don't lose weight, but if you tell us that your sleep is better, if you tell us that you have less hair fall, if you tell us that your acne is clearing up, if you tell us you have less cravings, I mean that is where progress should count, right? If wow. somebody has constipation and at the end of a particular term they tell you that their constipation mm-hmm. is better. that is progress mm-hmm. that is what you achieve like lots of people when they come to us they are addicted to tea and coffee and we always tell them anything in excess is going to be bad however good or bad that thing is so cut down to yeah. minimum cut down to half a cup one cup and if at the end of a term they tell us i don't think i need tea or coffee anymore now that's progress i think the fact that we shouldn't be glued to the number on the scale that's always going to be changing all our life today this is wow. today it's x number tomorrow it's going to be y number but if you actually mm-hmm. see how you're sleeping how you're feeling from the inside how your hair is how your skin is how your emotions are that's progress okay uh, to you um, that is more important if a person you treat that if he or she feel healthy instead of telling that he or she has lost lost few grams instead uh, that if he or she feels really healthy and light and that is more important to you right mm. talking about dietary supplements that so fashion these days people who don't have time to eat good food have time to don't have time to cook healthy meal they keep on taking some supplements like multivitamins or other supplements what is your take on that supplements can never be a substitute for food supplement okay. in itself the word means is supplement food with this the food cannot be food cannot be out of the picture you cannot say okay i cannot drink milk i cannot have calcium i just pop in a pill if it worked that way i don't know our ancestors would have never had food i mean i'm not against yeah. supplements but i am pro supplements if you need them we when we get a client who's a little deficient in sub, uh, in certain nutrient we will always try to help them increase the level through food but if at all it's taking a lot of time the levels are extremely low you have to go for supplements but supplements can never be an alternative to a good healthy diet they're not bad but if you're depending only on supplements for proper nutrition that's wrong okay so you can't take them as a substitute to your food okay we have few more people who have joined us lately hello everybody so somebody has asked why is it important to wake up at time yes. our body has circadian rhythm all right it means when the sun sets down we are supposed to sleep and when the sun rises we are supposed to wake up that is how our body circadian rhythms are made 
Now, when the sun sets and you don't sleep, and you're sleeping at 4 a.m. when the sun is supposed to rise, you're disrupting your circadian rhythm. Sleep is so important when it comes to your gut, when it comes to your hair, when it comes to your skin, when it comes to your every little way in your body. If you don't sleep, and if you don't wake up on time, and if you disrupt that cycle, your sleep cycle, you will end up into a little tiny box known as lifestyle disorder. And then doctor will put you into another tiny box called a thyroid or PCOS. and everything yeah. starts believe me everything starts with such tiny things like sleep only because we don't take it seriously if you do it for a long period of time this is not going to happen so like go on please sleep on time please wake up on time i'm i'm not i'm not expecting anybody to wake up when the sun rises okay so these are the consequences when people doesn't sleep on time like this was a small question that why should we sleep on time or why should we wake up early and there is a big one major reason behind that what kajal has just told you so this is to notify everybody should take a note on that uh, the sleeping on time gives your body ample amount of time to repair itself okay and somebody has also asked that why millets are important right an important part that they are local to india and millets okay. are originated in india and any local food is going to be way more nutrition than any other unlocal foods something like mm-hmm. avocado is never going to give you enough nutrition something like jawar can give you something like bajra can give you only because your body your bacteria is going to be used to that local food only because that local food is going to be extremely nutritionally rich to you because it a it doesn't take lot of time to reach to you because it's locally available you can harvest and yeah. it at your home b yeah. it doesn't have to be processed and stored for like if i'm if i'm transporting something to a foreign country i have to process i have to put it in a condition that it will survive yeah. If something is local, if something is local, it doesn't need any preservation. It can come to me from farm to home. And other mm. part, millets are loaded with fiber, vitamins, and minerals. And us okay. Indians are we've forgotten about millets. Like my daddy, she still till date will eat only jawar ki bhakri. She will not. She barely eats roti, and she doesn't even know what roti is. That is how it should have been. We've just westernized everything. about the grains available uh, around us locally which are really yeah. uh, very rich in nutrition and we yeah. are really forgetting uh, the yeah. basic uh, grains uh, available in our yeah. market in our country and we are going for fancy foods and uh, oh, fancy yeah. exactly so this is very important to uh, you know keep stick to the basic things which provides you good nutrition okay we have one more questions from our audience that why women in their early 20s have gray hair Gray hair due to can be due to a lot of reasons. It can be prematurely because it's in your genetics also. Sometimes genetically, if your mom had premature graying, you might have it. Second reason could be low protein. It's a not mm-hmm. eating enough protein, and I think sadly, Indians lack protein. We are such a cereal-based country that we are very into our roti and chawal. We have like every meal will have roti and chawal. It might not have dal, but it will have roti and chawal. you know and we forget that dal which has protein which we need to build our muscle to build our strength for boosting our metabolism for something so important for hair hair is protein mm. and if you are eating yeah. only a cup of dal every day which has barely 7 grams of protein your hair mm. is obviously going to be thin it's going to fall it's going to gray you're going to bald is a concern from vegetarian people what can be a good source of protein for vegan people vegetarian vegetarians or vegan there's a difference both okay both. so so for vegetarians and vegans the common um, common source of protein would be pulses 
लॉट्स ऑफ दाल राजमा छोले मसूर दाल तूर दाल मूंग दाल स्प्राउट सो इम्पोर्टेंट फॉर वेजिटेरियन मिल्क एंड मिल्क प्रोडक्ट लाइक पनीर दही दूध एंड फॉर वीगन समथिंग लाइक टोफू इट वेरी हाई इन प्रोटीन Okay, coming back to our session, is it really possible to lose weight just by diet? Because in some cases, people have really started about uh, complaining about feeling weak or lazy, not so good. So, is it really possible to feel healthy and lose weight only by diet? Weight loss is only possible with diet. There is no two ways about it. Okay, if all right. You, if you're assuming you're gonna work out for an hour or you're gonna walk for thirty minutes and you're gonna eat everything you want and you will lose weight, let me correct you right there. That's not gonna happen. Okay. You have to have a calorie deficit, high protein, low carb diet for you to lose weight. If you're gonna tell me I'm gonna go on a keto diet, which is low carb, high fat diet, is it sustainable? You're gonna lose weight, I'm sure. But something so fat diet, people I think these days want quick results. What happens? Okay. 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 If you want something sustainable, something lasting, then you have to go for a proper calorie deficit diet. Also, okay. diet. I am. I mean, there are tons of supplements also available in the market. Protein shakes. Now, I am not going to name brands, but there are protein shakes who will replace your meal. Like, if you take okay. the protein shake, you don't have to eat your dinner, and you can just have right. the protein shake. Now, the protein okay. shake is not going to have fiber. The protein shake is not okay. going to have vitamins or minerals. It's just going to have protein. In the yeah. name, it's protein shake. It might keep you full, but you're going to be nutritionally deficient by the end of it. You might no, lose weight one hundred percent, but you're going to be deficient in vitamin D, B twelve, vitamin. You're going to be deficient in calcium, magnesium, all the important nutrients that you need to thrive. That one protein yeah. shake might give you quick results, but is it worth it if you're going to end up having lifestyle disorders or something like high cholesterol? Yeah. Okay. Now, so we have some really skinny people like me looking for some tips about gaining weight. What would you suggest them? For weight gain, everybody is gonna tell you, "Gada khao." See, sometimes we don't have the hunger now. So, in that case, what shall we do? It's the same with weight loss. If you're hungry and they tell you starve, will you starve? It's the same with weight gain. You can't ask somebody to eat if yeah. they don't want to. If they're already full. So, weight gain it yeah. takes time. But you can eat really calorie dense food. Okay. So when what, I say calorie what, dense, what I don't mean it? sugary, fatty. You don't have mm. to necessarily fried stuff or lots of sugary stuff. Add lots of nuts in your diet. Add lots of seeds in your diet. Eat a high mm-hmm. protein diet in which you will build your muscle. Building your mm-hmm. muscle, you're gonna gain weight. You're gonna gain strength. Then go for strength training. Strength training is so important when it comes to gaining weight. Only mm-hmm. when you train yourself, when you lift your weight, that's when your muscles start actually repairing. That's when your muscles start building. So you need yeah. to lift weight. You need to eat high protein. Cal- okay. When it comes to weight training or weight lifting, so is it possible to do the same at any age? Because if uh, talking about women after forties, they already tend to lose muscle mass and bone strength. So is it really possible to weight train your body at any age? Hundred percent is. You just have to start slow. You cannot start lifting five kg or ten kg dumbbell and expect yeah. yourself to start, have that type of body. Start, start lifting less mm-hmm. weight. Start, start mm-hmm. actually. Unless and until you start and train your body, nothing is going to be possible. You have mm-hmm. to start actually lifting some weight for you to be able to lift more weight. I am sure you have to start slow. 
but that's somewhere and how much time do somebody need to follow this regime to get something really visible or desirable results regarding weight gain we were having question for weight gain yeah 3 to 6 months Three to six months. It's a little okay, longer so than weight loss. Okay, so to gain weight, you can uh, uh, personally go and contact Kajal because she really have some good tips for you people. And uh, it is only a three to six months exercise. You need to follow a particular diet and go for a particular workout. Okay, we have a lot of questions. Uh, we'll uh, go with those questions lately. And uh, uh, you just spoke about keto diet. That's something in fashion now. All the Bollywood thing, the models, and everybody is after keto diet. And uh, more than that, being uh, a thing to lose weight or keeping yourself in shape, that has become a fashion now. Keto diet has become a fashion now. So do you give give a thumbs up for that? Do you uh, suggest people follow keto diet or no? I'll go. <laughs> I'll just go. <laughs> It is the okay. worst. Let me just start by explaining what keto is. Right. Yeah, sure. Keto hmm. is a therapeutic diet. It was made hmm. for people who have epilepsy. Epilepsy is the condition where your brain has seizures. Your body shakes. You know what seizures are. That is when keto was made. So, in keto diet is basically high fat, low carb diet. All right. So, patients with epilepsy actually started showing good results with this kind of diet because low carb diet, your brain does. Your brain is not stimulated. If your brain is not stimulated, you will not have seizures. That is why keto is made. Keto is now made into a fat diet for quick results. It's obviously you're going to lose weight because you're going to eat less carbs. So what happens in keto is when you eat high fat, low carb diet, your body goes into a state of ketosis. Ketosis is a state when your body starts using fat as a source of primary energy, which is okay. when you will obviously lose fat. Also, keto has like a Spikes, like a spike of weight loss. Like when you start keto in a couple of months, you will start losing weight really, really fast because you lose a lot of water. The initial oh. weight loss that everybody sees is actually water weight and not fat loss. And oh. even if even if any practitioner tells you to go on keto, they will ask you to stop keto after a couple of months. Only because it's not sustainable. Only because nobody can do keto for all their life. Nobody can cut carbs and sustain on fat. Fat again has lots of negative fat. Also, you cannot yeah, tell me. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand. People are very excited. They get to eat cheese. They get to eat butter. But you're forgetting yeah. your roti and chawal. Yeah. Also, people uh-huh. with keto also uh, are seen with lots of side effects like being drowsy all the time, being fatigued all the time. They don't have good sleep. They lose a lot of hair. I mean, you're losing weight fatafat, but you're losing all this also, which nobody mentioned. Mm. ओके So it's extremely normalized, and you don't understand that in a long term, acidity has so many side effects that your okay. that is the sign your gut is telling you that something is wrong. It was there was a study done in which it was said that people and women especially who are now detected with PCOS and thyroid, they started initially when they did not have any PCOS or thyroid detection. They had initially started with these tiny gut issues. 
somebody mm-hmm. had constipation somebody had acidity so it starts with something small it can be mm-hmm. anything it can be loss of acne on your face it can be hair fall yeah. hair thinning it can be fatigue it can be irregular sleep if or if you've gone to a doctor and if he'd asked you to do a couple of tests and you've come to know that you have certain nutritional deficiencies you should never take it lightly you should never tell me that doctor ke paas gaya tha vitamin d kam tha goli lene ko bola hai baat khatam that should never be your goal or motto that medicine yeah. is gonna if you i'm sure if they give you a medicine your vitamin d levels are gonna rise but that rise is gonna last for only one year after if you go back after a year you will see the levels will be down again only okay, because you didn't so work on the persistent issue you didn't work on your diet and you you did not work in the lifestyle you did not go out in the sun for vitamin d so small yeah. things like this if you see symptoms like these they do not have to be major symptoms they can be as small symptoms as hair loss stomach ache constipation acidity something as small like that please visit a dietitian yeah somebody shouldn't ignore the, the signs their body tries tries to give them okay so again we have a, a query sudivya sharma sudivya sharma is asking some remedies on hypothyroidism now that's another issue thyroid is another issue these days so can you suggest her something definitely if you have hypothyroidism that means your metabolism rate has lowered so you have to work on increasing your metabolic rate and if you want to increase your metabolic rate you're going to have to start losing fat and gaining muscle only when you gain muscle i am not talking about losing weight here if you gain muscle you will never lose weight but if you gain lose fat and gain muscle your metabolic rate actually rises that is when you will actually start losing fat you will actually see reduction in hypothyroid symptoms when it comes to food you can include foods like lots of pre and probiotics because hypothyroidism it was observed that it started like i just said it started with gut issues and so if you want to help treat your gut you have to give your gut lots of pre and probiotic foods like dahi fermented foods achar foods like these will actually help heal your gut Okay, alcohol is a statement symbol these days. Kajal, what would you suggest? How much intake of alcohol is acceptable to our body, and what's your take on alcohol? Personally, I am no to alcohol. I personally do not take it. I do not support its content, con intake. But again, I understand socially if you do go out and you want to enjoy a drink here and there, it's normal. Now, for me, anything good or bad, as good as a thing is, or as bad as a thing is, if you overdo it, it's gonna cause side effect and it's going to cause problems so if you tell me i'm going to drink alcohol every day it's obviously going to be harmful for your body but if you tell me i socially drink alcohol probably twice a week just a glass here and there just 30 ml twice a week i think that will not give you any problem alcohol something like wine red wine red wine is actually really healthy because it has lots of resveratrol resveratrol is really good for your heart health and your breath so women should actually drink red wine but by this i don't mean go and drink red wine every day i mean drink red wine twice a week or once a week or just a small glass here and there the excess of alcohol is very bad uh, so uh, keep a check on your alcohol intake everybody so this was all about the question answer session with you kajal i hope all the queries from our audience is answered and they are satisfied with your uh, answers so now moving towards the activity round are you ready for it okay so uh i'll give you some uh, element names and you have to tell me the three source of each of 
that element okay so we start okay three sources of antioxidants fruits lots of fruits dark chocolate okay and green leafy dark vegetables chocolate. that's great three sources of minerals minerals nuts seeds milk okay three sources of vitamins vitamins fruits nuts seeds cereals lots of cereals okay uh, three sources of proteins eggs egg is a great source of protein complete protein then pulses rajma chole your dal and your milk or your chicken fish okay and uh, last is three sources of good carbs good carbs will be all the complex carbs which have lots of fiber so those are all our millets the ones we have forgotten like jowar bajra ragi because somebody who love oats Oh, so good, so good. Wow! I must say that our audience might have wrote that down because that is really important. Okay, and our next activity, Kajal, is that I'll give you some ingredients and you have to tell me what they are good for. Okay. So the first one is saffron. Saffron is loaded with antioxidants and it also helps reducing PMS symptoms. Good. So the second one is clove. Clove oil was used and still is used for toothache. The third one is cardamom. Cardamom is a great antioxidant again, and it is really good for your gut, digestive issues. If you have intestinal spasm, cardamom is really good for that as well. That's why maybe our ancestors used to chew some cardamom or some after 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 lunch. Food, yeah, after food. Yes, after because it helps in digestion. Exactly, we ignored before. Okay, so something not so common, uh, fenugreek seeds because they are very bad in taste. So how does they help? But fenugreek seeds are great insulin sensitizer. So people like me who have PCOS, who have insulin resistance, they should drink a glass of methi seed water to reduce insulin resistance because it's a great insulin sensitizer. And last we have ginger. Ginger is it aids in digestion. It's it's great, which is why it is used in tadkar. And it's put in the end because it is great in digestion. Even Punjabi dishes end me great. करके julienne ginger डालते थे. And वो तो बहुत अच्छा लगा. हाँ. Punjabi good for digestion. Ginger का चार and something something they eat ginger in the salad as well. Also eating ginger in the salad. Yeah. Okay, so Kajal, it was a very uh, good session with you and very informative session with you. And uh, the good thing is that a uh, lot of people have got answer to. lot of queries regarding their health so it was very helpful for them as well and really thanks for sparing time for this live session it was really really great having you on this live session on one on one thank you thank you so much thanks for tuning in for more such stories stay tuned to behind the algorithm podcast and we will be back next week however if you cannot wait till the time it comes here give us a follow on instagram and get notified when we go online with another interesting influencer thanks once again